Green room. Green room. First. 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 What is up? Hello. Hello. Wow. Welcome to Campfire Stories. We are your ghostesses. That is Corinne on the Campfire Stories logo because she is in Florida without Brian. This is who I am. This is who you are yes. now. I don't have and, two phones. I have one phone tonight. And I'm Sabrina. And it just started raining, like downpouring in Los Angeles. It is the best. I'm so in the mood. Yeah, this is good setting. Spooky vibes. It's great. I cannot wait. Nice. Spooky vibes. Spooky I'm vibes. in Florida with my family, my parents, my grandparents, and my brother. And we have two like Airbnb or like Verbo units that are right on top of each other. So they're all like my whole family is mm-hmm. packed in the unit below because I was like, no one can be near. I'm going to be nervous. No background noise. <laughs> you know, it's funny because they're probably listening in the room be- or downstairs and they are. It's like right where you can see them or hear them that get makes yeah. you more nervous. I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should ask them for one of their phones to use so that I can like open up campfire stories and then, you know, log into my own account. But then I was like, that would be so mean of me to do to them because they love being in the chat so much. I didn't want to take Mm -hmm. away their chat feature. Yeah. But not to bring up mermaids for like the fifth week in a row. (laughs) But did you ever read when you were little the book? There was some book about like the mermaid foam or sorry, I'm butchering this. When you go to the ocean and there's foam from the sea coming up from the waves, there was some book saying that that was like the souls of dead mermaids. Oh, and it what? scarred me so much when I was younger. My aunt like really played into it. I was like, it's all dead mermaids, like on the beach. Yeah. I was so scared by it. But there Super is so much foam on the beach yesterday in Florida. I was like, oh my God, all the dead mermaids <laughs> washed ashore. Oh, wow. Well, now I want to know what book that is. I don't know. Someone else has got to know. Someone in the chat helped me out here. You often the know mean, a lot of like random facts that go way over my mind. I don't think it's even, it's not even like, is that even a fact? That's just a memory of a children's book from 30 years ago. So I don't, people say, <laughs> I can't repeat some of the stuff people are saying. <laughs> yeah, there are some funny things being said in the chat. I feel like we are, we are, um, censoring ourselves. We could say it. I mean, oh, everyone says that the book is the original Little Mermaid. It's just the, oh. the OG, like the not Disneyified huh. book of the Little Mermaid. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, we have to read that. But tonight's Campfire Stories has no theme. It is a free for all and it's going to be great. We have already so many people up in the requests line. Uh, but Corinne promised to tell me a little ghost story before we got started and started bringing you all up. So yes, it's Corinne. a tiny little ghost story. And that is because I went and got my hair cut last week. And my hairdresser, I love her. She tells everybody whenever I'm in that I have a ghost podcast. So I immediately... I receive all of the ghost stories <laughs> from anyone who is in there. And I have never gone in without coming out with a ghost story, which is You're amazing. the ghost collector. Well, and apparently everybody who's in there at the same time as me is haunted. So 
it's easy. I feel like it'd be so easy for like, you know, you walk in and you get your hair done and the two people next to you don't have ghost stories, but that's not the case. Every single time I go in, there's a ghost story. So it's actually a a new employee, a woman who works there um, with my hairdresser, who my hairdresser owns the salon. So this, this woman, she, well, I don't want to like out exactly where she lives, but I guess I'm going to, sorry, girl. (laughs) She lives in the Caleb Wiley house, which is this historic home in Stoneham, Massachusetts. And it's just, it, it's super old. I mean, it was built in 1826. So it's on the National Historic Registry. And she was telling me that it's been in her boyfriend's family for years and years and years. And he grew up in this house and now they live in this house together and they've been in there. I think she's been in there for a year and a half or two years or so. And so she's experienced the least out of everybody, but everyone else has experienced stuff in this house. She said that that there's an orb that everybody will see and people will actually see Caleb Wiley, like the spirit of oh. the original owner of the home too. And that there's there's nothing bad. Like this is it, nothing nefarious. Like it, it's it's really just a like positive yeah. experience or encounters. And she was telling me, and she told me like a ton of little tiny ghost stories, little experiences. But one that stuck out was she told me that she was walking down the stairs one day and she started to slip and she caught like something caught her basically. Like she thought it was the railing. She thought she like hit the railing and like caught her from tumbling down the stairs. Uh And then later that day when she was going back up the stairs in the spot that she'd fallen, she realized that like (gasps) there was no railing. There was no wall. There was literally nothing. Like it was this big open, super dangerous spot. So had she fallen, she would have seriously injured herself. But in that moment, something basically saved her. Like the reverse of what we usually hear, which is like a ghost pushed me down the stairs. Something protected her and saved her then. Oh my gosh. That is Isn't amazing. That awesome? That's like the like, best great. situation. I want to look at more of this house. And I also want a house now named after me. The Sabrina Deanna Rogazuli. <laughs> how long how long do I have to live in a house and how old does the house have to be for it to be named after me? You should add your middle names too. So then it, it's just Okay. Sabrina Page Isabel Deanna Rogazuli house. <laughs> so long. So long. <laughs> oh, also got in the chat said, I bought a 1903 home and said, come out, come out wherever you are and nothing, absolutely nothing. Oh, that's so sad. They're just warming up to you, Scott. I'm sure there, there's no way that there's nothing there, right? Well, we can send Sven there. Sven, Sven go haunt Scott. Please do. I love our ghost. I really do. I, don't I know. know. Our ghost is like your, the story that you were just telling us. Like Sven helps people out. Just, yeah, saves the day all the time, visits everyone, haunts everyone. Yeah. Everybody here is the most haunted. Ugh. And that's why we appreciate you guys coming back every single week. And, and can't wait to hear your stories. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you want to do the honors as I, th- I believe I made you host see yes. power? Yes, I will. I'm just getting excited about the chat and forgot what my job was here. Um. Oh my gosh, Corinne. Guess what? who I'm bringing up? Uh, who? Your dad. Oh, what? Your dad raised raised his hand. Does he know what he's doing? I don't know, but we're gonna see. Okay, we're I gonna bring guarantee up Bill. he accidentally clicked it. Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to say hi to him, anyways. There is no way he knows what he's doing. <laughs> we're gonna bring up Bill and then Lydia. 
He's probably pooping himself right now. Bill. Let's see if he can figure out how to unmute. I bet my mom's over him helping him right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is this when we're going to find out a ghost story that they've never told anyone? I don't know. I'm, my heart is, you. like, racing. I'm like, what's he going to say? Because normally, like, when we do the podcast, it's so one-sided where I get to tell the version of whatever story I want. Uh-huh. And now that my parents are here and people, like, that I know are in the chat, oftentimes my half stories get filled in completely. And I'm like, oh, man, they're telling the parts that I purposefully left out. Okay, maybe it was an accident. It might have been. Bill, Dad? are you with us? Dad. Oh, my brother texted me and he accidentally left <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Okay, well, now he has to say hi. Just, Bill, just unmute He's not going to figure it out. And say hi. No, don't put that pressure. There's, it's a room, it's a room of like four people down there. So. Well, then it'll be, be so nice. Okay, there. everyone's. Dad, get yourself off me. I'm oh. here. Oh. <laughs> okay, this isn't working out. I think you guys must have. We got to kick you off. <laughs> Sorry. Now my mom's trying to. <laughs> Are they injecting it on speaker everywhere? Yes. So my mom brought her little portable boat. Oh my God. And so there, one person is like streaming it or whatever. For, I can't. For this everyone is to so listen. stinking cute. I love your family. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Wow. They tried. They tried. That is so sweet. Monty goes, he's in another dimension. That's what, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. It did. Hello, the astral plane. Oh. Are you there? Oh my God. I That was amazing. And I just, and also so darling and sweet of your family. Although my dad did say there was a story he was telling me a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, you should come on the podcast and say that. And I don't remember what it was. But dad, if you remember it, raise your hand again later. (laughs) Okay. We're going to bring up Lydia. And then after that, Melody, just giving heads up. Lydia. Hello. 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 I'm so excited. Okay. (laughs) Me too. I love love you. Hello. Hello. It's always like, is it gonna work? Like, well, I mean, like, I'm from the Midwest, so oops. I was about <laughs> to be there this weekend. Really? Okay. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Why? <laughs> oh, okay. We won't ask more questions. No, no it's fine. There's some something secret going on, but that's okay. Let's Ooh, move on. Okay. Oops. Um. Okay. I don't so... know it either. So we're both in the dark here, Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a few stories that um, I'm going to let you guys choose from them. So I, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. My heart's beating really fast. Um, I have some like premonition dreams or I have a really old like haunted house story that I used to live in. So do you guys have a preference on which one? Uh, This is like a choose, choose your adventure book. Exactly. I think I'm going to go with the uh, dream premonitions. Okay, let's do dream premonitions. And if we have time, can we do the haunted house? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and go really fast. Okay. So um, I've got a, um, I wrote it down in my notes on my phone, just so like in case I got called up. <laughs> oh man, I love, <laughs> I love it. it. I love coming prepared. Jinx. Yes. I tried really, really hard. Okay. So, um, my grandma passed away in 2019, um, in May, like a few days before her birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It was, 
it was rough, but like, of course it's going to be rough. Right. But I was basically raised by my grandma and her sister, my great aunt, who had um, passed away a few years before her. And a couple days before my grandma died, I had a dream and my great aunt came to me in the dream and um, kind of warned me that my grandma's time was coming and just basically was like, hey, so, you know, she's like getting really rough and she's starting to have a really hard time. And she just wants to know that like that you're going to be okay afterwards. And I told her, I was like, just let her know that it's okay. And she can like go ahead and go. And then a couple days later, she passed away. So like, I thought that was really crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Also, late September last year, um, I had a falling out with my dad, who was, uh, he's the son of my grandma that passed away. And she came to me in a dream, um, basically telling me how proud she was of me um, for standing up to my dad in the really hard situation that we were going through. He, it's always been a toxic relationship, I'm but um, it, it happens. It'd be like that sometimes, honestly. Like, I'm not tripping over it or anything. <laughs> But yeah, she basically came to me and was just like, hey, I just want you to know I'm proud of you and everything that you're doing. Like, take care of you. Wow. Um, Even if that means like him not being in your life, like I I understand and it's okay. And then literally last week, I had a dream about my great aunt coming to me and telling me basically the same thing that my grandma had told me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was really crazy. Um, it was in like these I, moments in these dreams. Uh-huh. Are, are they just talking to you and telling you these things? Or do you remember like what you're saying too? Is it a conversation? Yeah, it's like a full conversation. It's like I I can feel that they're there. Whoa. Like it's like I can feel oh. their energy. I have chills. Like, and this is though, just incredible. I mean, when you need them the most, they're there for you and are supporting you and having your back and letting you know that like what you're doing is right and good. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because when they were both alive, they really tried to be like, hey, you should try and, you know, repair things with your dad if we were ever in a fight or anything. But now they can like kind of see it from both sides and realize like how bad the stuff that he had said and like done had hurt me Mm -hmm. and so yeah now I think they get to see like both points of view and really understand wow I love that yeah that's amazing that they're able to to have these moments with you and visit you and and for them to almost make up for the lack of fully understanding the situation when they were living yeah, it's amazing. It's it's really really good because then when I wake up that morning, I can just feel it's like it's like they just gave me a big hug. <laughs> and then I just I feel so good for the rest of the day. Wow. It's amazing. That is amazing and so incredible and makes me want to have dreams of my grandfather and grandmother again just because I haven't I had one in so long and I know that feeling. It truly is. It's so real. Because it is like you're having a conversation with them. Yeah, normally they're they're still there. 
Yeah, I'll like wake up like sobbing, but just feeling like so good. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Wow, a ghost hug. A yeah, ghost hug. it's crazy. Do I have time to do my other story if you guys want? Yeah, it's it's pretty quick. It's just like little tiny stories that all happened in one house. Well, let's hear it. I used to live in this really old house and it was... Did it probably, have a name? No, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the house is torn down now. It doesn't oh. exist anymore, which is kind of crazy. But there's this really old section of the town that I live in. And one of my... My grandma had two houses, like one out in the middle of nowhere and then one in the middle of town. And it's the really, really old one. I used to live in there um, for a little while with my dad. Some really creepy, creepy stuff happened in there. There was a big china cabinet that my grandma would keep like some fancy dishes in. And one day I was just like on the phone walking around and I was like in seventh grade. And I heard this like loud swinging, like creaking noise. And the door had swung open. like when my back was turned to it and I turned around and I was like oh that was really creepy not a fan of that um then one time I had a black light hanging on the wall and it was hanging on a screw like with one of those it was in one of the um like the keyhole type holes on the back of like a light that you can hang up so it goes down and like hooks on so you can't just pull it off the wall Mm-hmm. And one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just watching TV and I saw the black light go up in the air and like fly off the wall towards me. <gasps> towards you? <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. It freaked me out. And then Whoa. I still continued to live in the house. Um, <laughs> the room that was my bedroom had a door with stairs that went up to an attic and I would hear walking up and down those stairs all the time, which was very Ugh. creepy. It's scary, especially because it's the attic. Like, yeah. It, nothing good happens up in the attic. No. And it was just full of old random stuff from like my dad's childhood. So like, it's not like anybody could be up there. Right. And then... Did you uh, ever, did you ever go up? Yeah, I've, I've went up there a couple times, but it was really oddly shaped. It was just like one big long hallway kind of. Mm. It didn't have like actual rooms. It was just like a big long stretch of hallway, which was even weirder. Did you ever go and investigate when you heard the footsteps? No, because I was too scared. Yeah, I'm like imagining (laughs) you see someone sleepwalking. Oh my gosh. I want to think about like sticking your head into an attic when stuff is happening and what. No, you would be crazy to do that. (laughs) I know, but I, but it's like the horror movie fan in me is like, go check it out. Yeah. Um, And then the very last story in that house is the scariest one. And it was the last one that happened to me in that house. And it actually caused me to move out of that house. (gasps) I think I might have emailed you guys this story, but I'm just going to tell like the short version of it. So. I was asleep in my bed and my bedroom had two doorways and um, like one on each side of the room because the house was kind of like shaped in a circle. It was really weird the way it was set up. But over one of the doorways was a sheet because I didn't have an actual door. And um, 
I had the light on in the other room and I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw a shadow of somebody standing on the other side of the sheet, just running their oh. hand back and forth across the sheet. Ew. Oh it my gosh. <laughs> I would likely perish right yeah, now. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was my dad because it, my dad's a really big guy. He's like six foot three, weighs like 300 pounds. And so I just thought it was him. And I was like, dad, stop stop and I just kept yelling at it and it kept doing that oh, so I, I picked God. up a shoe I think it was like some sort of like Ugg boot because I was like in seventh grade um I picked it up and I threw it at the sheet and the sheet fell down and there was no one behind it and I flipped out I had to run through that doorway to get to my dad's oh, room no. and I ran into my dad's room and I was like hey hey you're sleeping in this room tonight I'm sleeping in your bedroom <laughs> <laughs> so I made him switch rooms with me because oh, I was so scared. How old were you at this point? I was probably like 13 or 14 years old. That is horrifying. Yeah, it was really spooky. <laughs> Have you recovered from it? I'm not sure I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ghost stuff still like kind of happens to me. So I sage my apartment like once a week. It's it's so creepy. Yeah. Well, this is um, bad timing for you to tell this story because Karishma in the chat just said, I have a curtain on my bedroom door. I guess I'm not going to be sleeping tonight. <laughs> yeah, hard pass on that. I would Honestly, never take it down. Then. Take the curtain down for tonight. Genuinely. Uh, that would be a your, far less creepy. Did your dad ever experience anything in the house or was it mostly you? It was mostly me. He has experienced stuff in my grandma's other house. Wow. Yeah. It, he's experienced a lot of stuff too, but like I can send that to you guys in an email because I know I've taken up so much time. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for <laughs> doing that because these stories were both, I mean, heartwarming and then scary and terrifying. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you guys like a mix of both. Oh, of course. So. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, a beautiful well. open. And then, yeah, now we get into the spookiness and then we always need to close with with something uplifting too. Well, well that's, what Corinne, that's what Corinne wants. Yeah. My preference. <laughs> Yeah, now you guys can just be like horrified until you bring another person up. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Lydia. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Solid start. I thank love you. ghost stories. This is just the best. Isn't it? Oh, so great. I forgot Lydia what feeling such alive a good job. was like. She really brought it back up after my dad uh, could not <laughs> figure out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. I love ghost stories, too. <laughs> Doesn't it like make you feel alive talking about the dead? It really does. Also, I don't know what happened in my audio. I think I just had like a glitchy moment myself. But as soon as Lydia disappeared from the screen, you immediately started talking and it. I was confused as to where it was coming from. And you sounded you sounded far off and it gave me a heart attack because I was like, Ooh. am I experiencing an EVP right now? Creepy. It was. I mean, it was just you. But I think I'm like so nervous that I'm on edge and every every little noise and I'm like ah. it would be horrifying if because Corinne and I video chat while we do this just so that we can see each other mm -hmm. what if someone started talking and it wasn't me and Corinne you didn't know and I was trying <gasps> to signal to you in the video and I couldn't get your attention <sighs> gross I hate that I don't like to think about that well I had I told you this years ago that when what? my friend Meg and I were on zoom or something we were video videoing each other 
when we were like 16 years old, you know, high schoolers chatting with each other. And I'm sitting in my parents' house in Vermont in my childhood bedroom. And from my perspective, everything just kind of goes blank and nothing's working. And when I call her back, she's really shaken up. And she said that she watched as a black mist and cloud like drifted up and over me and around me. And then oh my like, God, that started... Is- no. Yeah. And then she like hung up because it was too scary, basically. <gasps> oh my. But to me, I was just like, uh-oh, our technology is glitching. What's happening? That's but she watched as something like moved and cloaked around me. Isn't That's that horrifying? Absolutely mm-hmm. terrifying. I think about it sometimes. Did it just go away after that? Well, when she called back, it wasn't there. And I I had never seen anything to begin with. And you didn't experience anything? Like you didn't feel anything? No, I didn't. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's now inside of you. That's why you you are the black mass. Is this why my belly has been bloated for 10 years? (laughs) It lives within. It's going to break free. Oh my gosh. It's like a I thought I was just chubby, but it's actually a possession. The best news. Oh gosh. We need to perform an exorcism. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Freaking love you, Corinne. Okay. (laughs) I love you too. All right, I'm going to bring up Melody and then I'm going to bring up Emily. Okay. Wow. Melody. You are funny. Whoa. Melody's great at Halloween makeup. Look at that profile picture. I could never. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Hello. Oh, God. I'm so nervous. No, don't don't be. be. Oh, we're. Sabrina and I are jinxing each other a lot. We're becoming one. But don't be. Don't be. It's okay. Everybody is. And if you are just. We're all here to support you. So don't yeah, be you're going to be great. It's so good. I'm actually squeezing my cat. It's like half one in the morning where I live. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like pissing it down the rain. And I'm like, this is the atmosphere you want. I, oh. I'm right there with you. It's raining here too. Are but you I'm currently like, in a haunted location? Are you are you like in your haunted house or something? Yeah. I think my house is like extremely haunted because... This is going to sound weird. My dad's an ex-policeman and oh, I'm from the UK, by the way. But like we live in a police house. Um, we basically like, I mean, we still had to pay for it, but it like, got gifted because he was a policeman. And we live in Essex, which I didn't realise until I was like looking into it when I was like a lot older. That Apparently it's like a really like haunted location in England. Did oh. not realise that. And I live really close to like Epping Forest, which I don't know if you've heard about that, but Epping Forest is, that's like some next level, like ghost forest. Really? Okay. I'm, I'm going to look yeah. this up as you're talking. Wait, yeah. The, there's like I a white woman, like people go camping there just to see this white woman and there's like so much stuff. And Whoa. I don't know, I, it's kind of like, I used to think it was just a lot of like, you know, people trying to scare you and all that. But even in like my primary school, like the those that toilets was haunted and like, I used to think I was being like so stupid because there was like a massive painting of like Peter Pan and I like waved him and then like I talked to him and then it wasn't until I was older I was like hang on who the fuck was I oh, sorry like who the hell was I talking to in the toilet like by myself it, but at the moment you were just like oh no big deal this is totally normal yeah I was just like I'm sitting with Peter Pan not on the toilet and then, <laughs> oh, it wasn't until like I was in that like, college and I talked to my mates about it and they were just like, that is not normal. And I'm like, wait, yeah. also I'm looking at 
Epping Forest right now. And the first line, like the, the first sentence of description is so spooky. It says, Epping Forest is an area of ancient woodland. Ooh, like, yeah. oh. like we we went there for like a jog free like school trip and when I tell you like everything went wrong like we was practicing this for our like GCSEs like uh, our um, end of school exams we was practicing like using this like equipment like measuring water stuff for like years out of nowhere nothing worked like absolutely nothing worked and it was like everyone just became like super depressed. Oh, gee. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was so dark. And we were kind of like laughing about it because like the same day I had like my drama exams. So I, I just thought it was nerves. But like this is going to get like so deep. But I was genuinely having like such like dark thoughts. And at the time, like I was such a happy person. It was like so out of character for me. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just nerves. And then I came back. I talked to my family about it. And my dad, he used to like patrol, um, in and like around Epping Forest when he was a policeman. And I was like, it's such a shame, like what happened to that young girl in there? And he turned around, and he was like, what happened to that young girl? And I was like, oh, she was brutally like raped and murdered. And he was like, how Jeez. the fuck do you know about that? And I was like, you told me. And he was like, N- I would never have told you that. Like he was the one that dealt with that case. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, I was, I must have been like seven or eight. He would not have told me. Whoa. Wait, so was there a doppelganger of I, your dad? Do you remember your dad's voice or like your dad? Yeah, like this person telling you? Because I, I've always been like really sensitive to like anything like spiritual, paranormal. And I think I get it from my nan because no one else in my like immediate family is the same. Like, I get really uncomfortable in my house if I'm home alone. Like, if I don't have my dog on my cat with me, I will literally go on a five-hour walk. I would not stay in this house by myself. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it sounds haunted. It it definitely is. And, like, my dad still doesn't believe. He got a antique, like, grandfather clock. It's in, like, my living room. I'm literally staring at it now. It's the creepiest shit ever. It has a piece of paper in the door <laughs> telling you how it killed someone. What? Yeah. So in the how did it kill? Wait, how? How? So it killed a random bloke called John, and it's like it's literally like a piece of paper, and it's like in seventeen hundred something, John was sadly like sadly murdered by this clock by falling like the clock fell on him. And I read it, and I was like, like first of all, how did it just fall on him? Because it came like when I tell you, my dad spent so long. It was him and like this other like um, professional clockman putting it on the wall because it's heavy. Like it's a proper like um, clock that you'd have in like the old like manor houses. And the fact it says murdered, not yeah, like not like, like died, but like by it falling on him, murdered. So, does like, this man haunt the clock? I truly think he does because my friends will never stay in my house. Like my friend Lewis. <laughs> Um, him and his girlfriend slept over after like a night out and I woke up and he was ditchy just like bolt upright just staring at this clock and I was like Lewis you okay just water I thought he was just, like really drunk still and out of nowhere he just went I don't feel good and then completely he like folded in on himself oh 
I freaked the shit out because I was like, oh my God, I've killed my friend. Like, oh my God, like, he's drunk, he's passed out. And then I woke him up and he's like got super grumpy at me. Like, why do you wake me up? I've been asleep since we got home. <gasps> so you're oh. like sleepwalking? Oh, I just yeah. Something. I was like, I'm so scared. I was like, oh my God. And then like, I was talking to, oh. like, I was talking to like, oh mate, like his girlfriend. I was like, has he ever done that before? And she was like, no, like. I still don't think they believe me, but like, yeah, they they always say they don't feel alone in my house because because they're not. <laughs> yeah, because there was one time where I had to leave them completely alone, um, because my cat was sick, so I had to leave some of my cat, and I was going to get his meds for him. So I'm literally like at the vet, like sorting all the stuff out, and I get this like FaceTime, and they're literally like in my wardrobe, like cuddled together. And like they'd been like crying, they'd been like hyperventilating, like the full lot. And like these people, like these two people, I do not like exaggerate anything. Like that's how you know like shit has happened. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like what happened? And both of them was like, we hear a man coughing. Like a man was stomping up and down the stairs, coughing. And like I no lie, like my granddad passed away when I was fifteen. Like, I'm 21 now, so it's been, like, a good six years. And this happened only, like, a year ago. And, like, in, like, the, like, background of this FaceTime call, I could hear my granddad coughing because he died of pneumonia. So he was coughing all the time. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I started crying, like, bawling my eyes out of the vet. Yeah. And At least that, that makes, I mean, that's not a scary haunting that, you know, makes you think your grandfather's still around. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, it's it's completely mental because at the time, I was going to a hard time with, like, uni and all that. So, and after, like, that, I instantly felt, like, relaxed. Like, I felt so happy. Obviously, like, my mates didn't, but I don't know, like, wow. but it follows me. Like, I know that sounds really crazy. I kind of feel like I have, like, some loved ones that are always, like, around me. But then out of nowhere, like, there would just be, like, this really weird sense. And I think I summoned it by accident. What do you mean? So when I was in school, I had a really bad emo phase. I thought ghosts couldn't touch me, like, ever. Don't tell me you touched a Ouija board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did, like, the worst thing imaginable. I did, like, I did the Ouija board in Epping Forest. No way. Places. Yeah. Also, you like, mentioned, like, I'm looking up Epping Forest, too, as you're talking, and people have been talking about it in the chat. How many crazy. murder victims are here as well? Like, this place is dark. It's crazy, and it's massive. Like, it, I can't remember how, how much it covers, but I know it covers, like, a lot of Essex, and I think it goes into, like, I might be wrong, so don't quote me, but I think it goes into, like, Sussex or something. But, like, it's it's massive. But I just remember, like, um, again, like, this is going to sound really weird, but I feel like through, like, school, college, like, jobs, everything, I always find people that have the same beliefs as me or have, like, experiences that are so, like, closely similar. It's, like, it's scary. This is so interesting because you have such a mix of activity around you. Like, there's you're yeah. picking up on people's like stories and energy and darkness when you're in these really haunted places. And there's a lot of darkness, like it, in the home where you live that even your friends experience. And yet you, 
it's almost countered by your loved ones on the other side being around you. And then also finding people who are, who are very similar and have the same sort of, you know, mindset and energy as you. It's, yeah. it's kind of like yin, yin and yang. It's oh. the light and dark. It's, I think balanced. Like, yeah. Do you know what I think is that? I think people, I, I didn't really like look into it like a lot before. Like I always believed in it. I was like, I'm definitely sensitive. Like when my nan was around, cause she passed away when I was five. I have a really good memory of being really, really young. Like I remember being like one years old and she used to always tell me like, you have a gift. You need to nurture mm-hmm. it. You will know when it's time to like make the most of it. And everything. And obviously, like, as a one year old, I thought she meant I was going to make, make the best cookies or something. <laughs> I did not understand what she meant until like, literally like, the past year. And it's because I, I went to uni in Canterbury, which again, it's meant to be like, not as haunted as Epping, but like, it has some like, it's a very old town mm-hmm. or city. And oh God, I, I want to get it right, but there was something quite big that happened there. Um, I'm not sure if wow. I find out, I'll email it. Yeah, email. we, I mean, you clearly have so many stories and encounters. You, will you please email us all of them? Because we definitely yeah, want to one, know them all and then also share them more on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Melody. This is so amazing. I'm like going to be thinking I about know, this. Yeah. <laughs> it going deep in the research yeah. of this forest and like this, this location too. Thank you for sharing this. It's okay. Thank you for having me. I'm like, I've literally found your podcast because I was trying to find one to like listen to on the way to work. I've got everybody at my at my work listening to it. I'm pretty sure. The pyramid scheme, it's working. It's working. Honestly, we're pretty sure we have Sven in our in our oh, job. You'll amazing. Have to send, wait, you'll have to email us why you think that. Yeah, email us. You and your coworkers should send a group email. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us I'm gonna I'm gonna get all of us too because like yes, after you. today. All of us was like shook because, oh my God, there was like this ghost child in the soft play and we was all looking at each other and we were like, that's Sven. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, we're looking forward yeah, to hearing Yeah, we can't wait it. to hear more. Wow. Thank you so much, Thank Melody. Thank you, Melody. No, thank you. Wow. I don't even know. There's like so much to unpack and process in Melody's stories. I know. And it's also, I mean... I thought I had a lot of ghost stories, but then Melody's <laughs> experience like so much. One after another, after another, after another. Oh my gosh. So many. Wow. Jeez. I also want a picture of that clock. Melody. I know. Oh, it reminds me of the picture. clock that our friend Marissa has that, that exists in her parents' house in San Diego that was owned by a man who had passed away in the month of October. And every October, the clock yes. goes backwards. And even when it's not hooked up, They've had it looked at by by people so who weird. specialize in, in fixing grandfather clocks and it just keeps doing that. Um, okay, I'm gonna bring up Emily and then Megan. My dad's being a troll. He goes, I have ghost stories, but they boot me. Well, dad, you were booted because you took three minutes to unmute and then <laughs> there was five echoes in the background. <laughs> Next time, Bill. All right, Emily. Hi. Hi. Okay. Hello. Hi. Um, love you guys so much. I listen to your podcast so much. I've brought my whole family and some of my coworkers in to listen to you guys. So wow. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I 
actually just got your sweatshirt in the mail. I just ordered it like literally yesterday. So Ooh. this is perfect. Um, so a little background. I currently live in Massachusetts, but I also like grew up in San Diego. So like I've kind of been back and forth my whole life. My family has. Um, and so the story takes place in California, in San Diego. So I, what part of San Diego? It's like, like 45 minutes north and there's a really small town called Fallbrook. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. It's kind of near Temecula. It sounds like a storybook town. Um, Fallbrook. sure. It's the avocado capital of the world. If you want oh. to go, we oh. have a okay. festival for years. So sign me up. It's really great. <laughs> so my, so this house, we moved there when I was eight and my sister was born shortly after we moved there. Um, and she was born in the purple room is what we're going to call it. That's where her room was. And my room was the yellow room. Okay. And after there's like four bedrooms upstairs, but one was my brother's and one was my parents and one was mine and one was my sister's. So she was born and lived in that. We like, we had our rooms for um, a few years and when I got a little bit older, I didn't want the yellow room anymore because it was it was a child room and I just didn't want to live in it anymore. So <laughs> so I decided to switch rooms with my sister and I started sleeping in the purple room and that was my room. But I could not sleep in there. I w- would stay awake every night. I couldn't sleep. Um, I kept hearing this like really heavy breathing. I would either have to always have the light on or always have my TV playing like a DVD. And... I just couldn't sleep. I would go to every single one of my family's um, bedrooms and try and listen to them to see if I could hear them breathing. And I couldn't, like I couldn't hear them even if I was right next to them. So I would either keep my lights on or sleep on the floor of my parents' bedroom. And I just couldn't sleep for months. Um, I was like 10 or 11. And finally, my mom asked me, she's like, Emily, what's going on? Why can't you sleep in your room? And um, I told her, I was like, mom, I just hear this really heavy breathing. Like, it just sounds like someone can't breathe or they're having trouble breathing. Oh my gosh. And she got this really freaked out look on her face. And I was like, mom, what the heck? Like what's going on? And she hadn't told me or my siblings this because we were kids, but the woman who had lived there before us had terminal lung cancer. And she actually, um, this is really sad, but she committed suicide in our garage by turning the car on and like closing all the doors oh my gosh but her room where she was like living out her illness was the purple room where I was sleeping oh my gosh it was absolutely freaky and there's also this other moment where my brother who is really sensitive to like energies and like spirits he's just like he's really sensitive to that stuff he um we were sitting at the dinner table one time and he just got this like overwhelming feeling that he couldn't breathe and he just like almost got this like look on his face that he just like was gonna like pass out and then he just like came back and he was like I just couldn't breathe like I just felt like I needed air but I just couldn't get it and it was just strange oh this is so sad that is really sad it's so scary for you and your family to experience it but then also now knowing the backstory knowing when what how she suffered it's just yeah yeah. because she's not in pain in the right as well yeah so we ended up doing like we got like some sage and stuff because we I mean 
uh, this part of San Diego is like a very like Native American um, like area. So we were able to get our hands on like some like really good sage and stuff like that. So we like ended up like smudging the room and just being like, it's okay. Like you can move on. It's all right. Like we know you're, you're at peace. Like it's okay. You can go. Like we're not here to hurt you or anything. And it ended up being fine. I didn't hear anything after that. And I was able to sleep. <clears throat> well, that's good in your own room. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And hopefully that means that she passed on yeah. if she was stuck. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It was that, quite an adventure. Yeah. And you were still and young. Yeah. Happened in that house after that? No. Wow. I remember. We moved wow. a few years after that back to Massachusetts. Are you neighbors with me in Massachusetts? Um, I'm like 45 minutes outside of Boston. Nice. That's neighbors in Los Angeles. So yeah, you're neighbors. I was 45 minutes outside of San Diego and I'm 45 minutes outside of Boston. No traffic. Yeah, that's perfect. Because then you're you're like, you know, you've got your peace and quiet and your small town vibes, but then you're close to the city if you want to experience. I could get in the wild. I could get to Fenway in like a half an hour if I really tried. That's probably the same amount of time it takes me to get there on public transportation. So we're the same distance, even though I'm in the city. I'll be there on Sunday seeing Billie Eilish. So, oh, I- oh my gosh, I want to see her so bad. Yep, me and my roommate Jazz, so excited. Billie oh, Eilish doesn't she seem like the type of celebrity that has a ton of ghost stories? I would love to hear Billie's ghost stories. I'm sure her and Phineas just the place that they visited. Um, let's get her on here. I'd love yeah. to. Who that would be Billy? really easy. Who has yeah. connections to Billy? <laughs> Forget Bill. Let's get Billy. <laughs> I'll look at I see her on Sunday for sure. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Thank you for doing the work for us. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you guys one more question. Have you ever like been in, walked into a house and just immediately felt like the energy was just not there? Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we've been house hunting a lot, like ho- like shopping for houses a lot and like, my mom and I and my brother, like we would walk into a house and immediately just be like, nope, and just walk right out. Like don't even have to see the house. Oh yeah. Yeah. The that. vibes are just off. You get the heebie-jeebies sometimes. But it's good that you get those feelings because imagine not having those feelings and then moving in and then stuff happens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's it's really good that you're not ignoring those feelings. I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. I was just nervous. And then they end up with a haunted house. So... <laughs> And like all the plumbing breaks and like the foundation broken apart. Right. And so, maybe yeah. it's not even the house. Like maybe it's not even the house that it that's haunted, so yeah. to speak. Maybe there's someone else on the other side that's helping direct you to the house that you're supposed to be in. So they're projecting these bad vibes on these other homes. Right. Staring you in the right direction. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for sharing. You're welcome. I've always wanted to tell you guys this story, but I just don't have time to type things out. Well, this is the perfect <laughs> opportunity then. I know. What a good medium for this. Thank you. And let us know what Billy says. Okay, I will. I've told this on the podcast before, but Emily's story or just asking us for the house made me think of, uh, remember, I think I told you this, when my family and I, I think it was in eighth grade, my family and I were looking at, at houses and we were planning to move closer to where my sister's high school was mm-hmm. and where I eventually went to high school. And there was this one house that had been on the market for like two years. It was a brand new build, but it never sold. And immediately upon walking in there, I mean, it was a gorgeous house, but immediately upon walking in there, like bad vibes. And my mom's phone, like or her Blackberry, which wasn't even activated as a phone, kept getting calls. And Wait, 
what? I don't she, know if I knew that detail. Yeah. She, and then when she, and then every time she would answer, it was just static. And then she later saw it was like <gasps> a call from her own number on the Blackberry, but the Blackberry didn't have like a real phone number. It was weird. And, um, then my dad came to visit it because he had been living in Dubai at the time. So he hadn't seen it with us the first few times. And we were truly, it was like between that house and another one, we almost moved in there. And my dad came before we like made a final decision. And within seconds of stepping inside the house, he was like, no, there's something very, very dark and very, very evil in this house. And I can't believe your mom was, was just like, oh, <laughs> whatever. My phone's just being weird. Well, I mean, maybe she didn't get the bad vibes, but like, it was a weird, creepy house. And then someone else moved in there like maybe a year later, like three years on the market. Finally, someone moved in. Apparently, they moved out immediately after. Wow. I wonder what happened. That's one of the, the things where like, I feel like if I had experienced that, I would probably drive through the neighborhood once a week to see if the owners are outside and then try to strike up conversation when I see them. Like, oh, well, what's weird. You is live that, in the haunted house? It truly it was this house. It was kind of like off the road, but it was on the main road. It's on the great road in Princeton, New Jersey. Good luck finding it though, because there's a million houses on that street, <laughs> but they're all like very spread around, spread out from each other. And it was basically right off the property of the high school that we were going to. So we could have walked to school, but like you wouldn't ever really see the neighbors outside because it's kind of off the road. Oh, yeah. And then you don't want to be like the creepy people that just slowly drive to like the end of the street and stare at someone's house. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I'm writing this script right now and it has like a creepy house that's off the road in the woods. And I think in my head, subconsciously, I was writing this house. Oh, maybe. I mean, you experienced it. Because I described it very similarly. I wonder if your mom experienced much before having you and your other siblings because I feel like now there's just paranormal activity all throughout her life because of what happened to you what happened to your brother what happened to your sister what happened to your dad growing up just all of these experiences is your mom the observer or did she have much happen I think she saw a lot of stuff happen with my dad and then she's also had dreams of her own like she had Mm. recently one with her grandma or my grandma her mom who had passed away but so you get the dreams from her. Probably. The power of the dreams. Okay, Does you guys, remember? I did text Bill and I said, Dad, do you actually have a story? Because people will want to hear from you. And he said, no. Oh. I know he does, but he he doesn't want to he tell them right now. So, okay, so I don't we'll let him TP you. No, you don't have to TP me and you don't have to bring Bill up. But we'll, I'll help him write his script and then he can come on a future episode. Oh, okay. Amazing. I have Megan is the one who I said I was going to bring up. And I recognize your picture because it has a cute little kid. Perfect. So we're going to end the episode with Megan. Uh, hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hi, Megan. Hi. <clears throat> I'm also the one last week who uh, the child was looking over them while I was giving her a bath. Oh, oh, yeah. The ah. bubble bath. Yes. He's currently locked in his room by a baby gate. <laughs> he can escape if need be. Don't call CPS. <laughs> um, so what are so your I, I'm going to start with one that I had earlier this past week. Oh, so, it just happened. Yes, it just happened at work. I work in a nursing home. Uh, but the nursing home, my t- the town that I live in is like a river town and it's like extremely old. So basically everywhere you go is probably haunted. Um, 
And this nursing home is built on old farmland. And we actually still have the familial cemetery from the original owners on property. Really? Yes. How big is it? Uh, it's actually not that big. Uh, it's probably like, I, I want to say, like three parking spaces wide, like three cars wide. It's, it's not large. There's probably only about like 10, 15 graves there. Oh, A lot of them were children, which makes me sad, uh, which also makes this even creepier. So I am a server and I like serve the food to the residents in their dining rooms. And I am cleaning up and dumping trash in a pantry. There is nobody in my house. All of my residents are back in their rooms. Uh, and currently, because of COVID, we don't allow visitors in. And I just hear little feet running down the hall. Little feet, oh too. That little feet. And then I just hear the loudest little girl laugh coming from the door of my pantry, which is my only escape. Oh. And I immediately turn around because sometimes we do on special circumstances, if someone is passing away, we let their family come in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe somebody's kid just like got away from them. So I turn around and there's nobody there. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Uh, and this isn't the first time at this facility that I've had strange things happen to me. We have uh, dishes that are, and I'm quite short. Uh, and we have dishes stacked up on cabinets that are really tall that none of my coworkers can reach. All of us are like, the, I think the tallest of us is like five, five. <laughs> so we're all pretty short. And this is like probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a six and a half foot uh, cabinet to reach this one shelf and we know that there's cups back there because you can see them when you step back but they're like pushed all the way back to the back of the cabinet none of us would be able to reach them. so I open the cabinets and two cups come flying off the top of the shelf and hit me in the head oh what? oh my gosh were you okay yeah. Oh, yeah, they were like plastic cups. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I joke because I think my grandma was actually a resident at the facility and was part of the reason why I started working there. And she passed away there. So I joke that some of the stuff I'm like, okay, grandma, like, <laughs> calm down. This I is not your time to have fun. Not the one throwing plastic cups at your head. Maybe she cried I feel like and then got really excited when you came in and was like, "That's my chance!" And accidentally just slapped him at you. Yeah, I joked. I joked that it might be her. It also might be like the child ghost because other people have the night nurses specifically have told me that they've seen um, apparitions down uh, certain staircases and stuff. Uh, they've seen children and then one adult male. I've never seen the apparitions, but. Um, they think one, the adult male is one of our old residents that had lived there for like 10 years because we have, we're like a multi-step facility. Mm -hmm. We basically have uh, homes, apartments that are like independent living, then assisted living, and then skilled, which is where you kind of don't get to go any further down the line than that. And so they see, they see him a lot. So we think that he's 
just one of our residents and he's pretty chill but there is a specific dining room that has one door that will always open and only on me i've asked all of my other server like all of my other coworkers that work in that dining room night and day and they say that it doesn't open on them and it's like it's like one of the ones that you have to push the bar to unlatch okay so there's some serious effort put there's some serious effort to get it open and like occasionally it's like you push it hard enough it can come open and open if it wasn't latched all the way um but is there a ghost with you here because you're saying the door open you're getting cups thrown at your head what's going on (laughs) i honestly don't know um my friend uh that i've known since kindergarten she says that i'm a sensitive because we go ghost hunting together in like cemeteries and stuff and haunted roads that we have in town and she says that she hardly ever sees anything when she goes out with her mom but she always experiences something when i'm there whoa i don't know if that has something to do with me or because i've also i've also had other experiences in like a local restaurant that was around since the civil war era at least Wow. I mean, that makes and, me think it's a, a hotbed then for parents. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was actually uh, Ulysses S. Grant's uh, base for a short time while he was in our town. That's uh, cool. That is cool. He well, left so when we had history. a battle there. Is yeah. Is, is um, he supposed and, to be one of the spirits haunting it? No, it's actually um, one female. Uh, she is a sex worker. She was mm-hmm. one of Grant's sex workers. Um, and I can say that safely here because I'm in my house. If I was in the building, I would actually have to use the, the P word because she prefers to be called that. Oh. She does not like oh. being called modern words oh, for her work. Spirits aren't always progressing with us, right? Like, it's not yes. like everybody's and, actively haunting and, and keeping up with all the lingo. Yeah. And what's fun is I actually kind of grew up with this ghost, hanging around this ghost, because my uncle, and she lives up in the upper room of the restaurant where they have, like, little theater. They rent it out to, like, little theater troupe. My uncle would build their sets. So I would go and hang out with him. And my hair would always randomly end up, like, half braided. Or I just didn't on it. Are you so active? Megan! How did you uh, not start with this? <laughs> you had your hair braided by a ghost. Wow, not many people can yeah, say that. Yeah. Um. Well, she 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 likes little girls, I think, but um, she doesn't like older girls because I think she views them as competition. Right. Because yeah. her whole story is that she was so heartbroken. She fell in love with um Grant. And he was so heartbroken that she flung herself from the second story window to her death. Oh. Um, so she, when he left, she thought she was going to take him with him, her with him. And oh, so she views other that's women so there as, as competition. Right. She's just in survival mode, you know, she's just trying to. Yeah. She, she's trying to get her money in the afterlife. Oh. <laughs> in the meantime, she's braiding your hair for free. I wonder if you went back now, if she would recognize you, like in adulthood. 
and if you'd have oh, any interruptions. Uh, I have been back. I've been back oh. uh, when I was in high school. Um, one of my friends, their uh, school rented it out for like a banquet type function where we mm-hmm. got to dress up. It was their version of prom. So we were dressed up like in little prom dresses and stuff. And I'm wearing like a little, like somewhat strap, like it had a spaghetti strap dress, but I had a sweater on over it. And all of the guys kept talking to me. And I think this ghost, this spirit got jealous that all of the guys were paying attention to the other girls. (laughs) So when we went to leave, we're walking down the staircase and it's like a pretty steep staircase. Um, And it's also very wide. And there's a railing on one side. So if you don't catch yourself, you, I know, you, that you're really done. Dangerous. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this was also this was also built in like the 1800s. So mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. Um, Is it up to code though? Yes, yes, they have made it up to code. Well, the first two floors are going to code, report the, them. I'm reporting them. <laughs> Report. I think the third and fourth floor are no longer usable. Okay. Okay. Because I'm just, Um, I just want to go there. So I'm either like, yeah. Maybe I need to. Well, if you want to go there, um, (laughs) if you want to go there, I'm in Missouri. It's Cape Girardeau, Missouri. The restaurant is Port Cape. Okay. I'm (laughs) really, yeah. I want to like learn more about this place. So cool. (laughs) We actually did have, um, a historic uh, museum house on Ghost Adventures last year. Oh, dang. Oh, oh that's cool. Um, but I wish I could just pay to follow Ghost Adventures around so I get to go to all these places. We could also yeah. get paid to do it if we work on their crew. Oh, <laughs> should we do that? Should all of us on this group chat all apply <laughs> to do this and then we could just get to go to all these cool haunted places together? Wow. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> let's start our own show that works too (laughs) wow back to the staircase yeah Uh, that she um actually and i know it was her because the only people that were left when we were leaving were in the very back room cleaning up like plates and stuff and i feel two definitive hands on my back just push me oh And thankfully, there were like three girls in front of me, and I caught the railing slightly, but one of them caught me before I fell down the staircase. But they were like, did you just trip? And I was like, no, I fell, and nobody believes me until we got outside and we were taking pictures. So I took my sweater off, and there were uh, handprints on my back. (gasps) Do you have a picture? No, we didn't take pictures of that because... um, her I didn't have a phone back then oh. and her uh or I didn't have a good phone back then and it's been retired for years uh and her mom is very religious doesn't like any of the ghost paranormal stuff so she absolutely refused to take pictures and I was like well okay I understand that because I feel like sometimes there's nervousness around like if I photograph this if I document this is this going to anger them and make them come at me more than they already have so yeah, I get it. But Although, it's safe to say I've not gone back up to that room I don't blame you I'm glad <laughs> you were okay and that you were caught you didn't fall mm-hmm. and hurt yourself but wow but it was it was just weird because it went from like oh, okay my cat's knocking stuff over 
uh, it just went from like playful, like, oh, I'm going to braid your hair, like kind of like big sisterly friendly to I'm going to try to kill you now. Yeah, Aww. that's that's a because the staircase was also brick so it's like well at least you got the good sweet experiences when you were younger you know like now now you're older you've aged aged out maybe you just don't go back there anyone over the age of 12 (laughs) maybe you should just avoid um (laughs) but that's really sweet that you did have that that one experience despite the scary stuff that that came years after megan thank you so much for sharing with us yeah, we really appreciate Thank it. You. This is such a great one to end on, although terrifying to think of yeah. ghosts pushing you downstairs. <laughs> you'll have to let us know if your son sees any more ghosts in your place. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he has. He he. <laughs> I think he talks to my grandmothers all the time in my car. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. You too. Wow. You guys, I can't believe another Campfire Stories is coming to an end. I always get sad at this moment when we know it's about to wrap up. I know. But then we only have to wait seven more days and then we get to do this again. And we'll see you then. So uh, no theme again next week. Come with any and all tales and we'll just invite people up and have a jolly old spooky time together. And it will be great. I can't wait. It will be. All right. Oh, and we will see you on the other side.